0: In this episode, the world-famous couture designer, Ronnie Sampucci, is going to share with you, number one, the secret ingredient that will allow you to truly shine, number two, the secret to really loving your body, and number three, Ronnie's going to share with you why success is an inside job. Let's get started. The Life I Deserve, sharing creative ideas, inspirational stories, and fresh perspectives that will empower you to live your life to the fullest. Hi, I'm Jack Canfield, and you're listening to The Life I Deserve by my good friend, Adrian McMillan. Hi, this is The Goal Show, and I'm your host, Adrian McMillan, and I am very proud to have as a guest today, Ronnie St. Pucci. She is an award winning fashion designer and founder of the world famous couture bridal house, St. Pucci. Ronnie's signature designs have been recognized in the media spotlight in high-profile magazines such as Brides, Cosmopolitan Brides, Women's Wear Daily, W. Harper's Bazaar, Inside Weddings, Martha Stewart Weddings, The Knot, Town & Country, on CNN, and on TV shows such as Entertainment Tonight, E!, One Life to Live, and most notably on the finale of the television show Friends. Ronnie has dressed numerous celebrities, singers, songwriters, sports personalities, and influencers since the launch of her St. Pucci brand in 1985. Not only is Ronnie St. Pucci an acclaimed designer with more than 30 years of experience, working with more than 20,000 brides and women across the globe, but she is also a style and image consultant and a relationship expert She is a best-selling author, a speaker, an inspirational coach, and a trainer. Her highly acclaimed TEDx talk, Is Your Body Image Holding You Back?, shows her passion for empowering women across the globe. And to that end, Ronnie has achieved a number one international best-selling author status with her much acclaimed books, Your Body, Your Style, The Soulmate Checklist, and her most recent book, Your Bridal Style everything you need to know to design the wedding of your dreams. Having overcome her own share of challenges in life, Ronnie St. Pucci is living proof that it's possible to achieve everything one desires. Her passion and mission is to inspire every woman to realize her own personal beauty, regardless of her body type, size, or age. Ronnie's motto is love yourself, discover your beauty, and live brilliantly. Ronnie, it is a pleasure to have you on my show today. I would love for my audience to get to know you a little better where you basically came from, how you grew up, how you got to be the Ronnie St. Pucci, the famous world designer Ronnie St. Pucci.
1: Well, I think you've said it all. Um, and I feel humbled, seriously, because I was born and raised in Thailand. I'm fourth generation Thai, but of Indian parents. And um, so I've gone through a lot of cultural challenges in my life. Um, It all started with the TV series, Dallas, believe it or not, you know, in 19, in the 80s, I had a tailoring shop in Thailand, in Bangkok, and I soon came to know, be known as this um, designer who designed amazing, like ready to wear, and one of the uh, one of my clients was a woman from San Antonio. And she came to me uh, with an offer. She was going to have an, um, a runway show, a charity event, and wanted me to bring my collection and to help her with this charity event. And I thought to myself, "What well, isn't San Antonio close to Dallas, you know? The universe is amazing, you know? So I immediately said yes. And I came with this 52-piece collection and decided that I would end the show and have a finale dress, like um, a bridal gown as the finale. I had never designed or you know made a wedding dress. So I had this blush-colored dress come down the runway. And the entire hall erupted with excitement because nobody in the United States Or anywhere in the world, I mean, color was not even worn for a wedding. You know, all weddings were in white, all brides wore white. So in the audience was this leasing agent, Adrian, who approached me and said, will you bring your bridal collection to show in Dallas, Texas at the Dallas Apparel Mart? And I thought, wow, of course I will. I, I and i I said yes, but I didn't know what I was gonna do. I never knew how this collection was gonna come about, you know, so it was exciting, it was very scary, you know, but I had already said yes, so I whipped up whipped up this sixteen piece you know collection with even a single white dress so long story short um the press wrote about my my i i would say my daring like um innovative you know spirit how could i even think possibly think that my collection would be accepted in the united states you know and that that front page interview it just went viral and it launched my career, you know as a bridal couture designer. So I did that for more than 30 years, in, until 19 until actually 2014. I'm still designing, but I took a sabbatical in 2014, because I felt very restless, you know I had already done this for more than 30 years. I felt like there was more to life. I mean, this is I don't know, do you have time? There's so much to say about what actually happened. Um, I was in a um, at breakthrough to success event that Jack Canfield has. And in one of the guided meditations, the message came to me and I was, I kind of received this box and in the box was a, a book titled "Rani's Memoir Unveiled. There was a title of the book. And I had not written a word before that. And that was where I thought, wow, this is has got to be taken seriously. Because I am an English major. I never went to design school. I became a designer by default, really, you know. My passion was always to write. And so that's what I did. I came away from there and I shut myself for six months and I wrote my memoir called Unveiled. I haven't published it yet, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> sure.
0: Beautiful, yeah, so I, I actually met you at uh, the Breakthrough to Success, um, or was it Train the Trainer? Um,
1: it was Train the Trainer. Train the Trainer, yes. yes, that's right.
0: So- In 2016. And you, yeah. you, of course, you shared your story with everybody there, and very inspiring, and you've accomplished so much, and then, what made you decide to add to your already um, impressive resume, Jack Canfield Certified
1: Trainer? I, I felt that I needed a system, you know, that by the time we met, I was already very sure of what my life purpose was. Because between 2014 and 2016, I had already written three books, you know, and they all became number one bestsellers, you know, so they were all around image around, you know, your body image, your self image. And I realized that unless your self image is congruent with the goals you set, you can never achieve those goals, Adrian. And so I wanted a system about, um, you know, to to kind of put this whole message together and see how exactly I should deliver it to the world. Jack Canfield's train-the-trainer provided that.
0: Right, that makes so much sense. People want help with their self-image and probably yeah. at first you started to help them do that externally and you realized it really has to start inside.
1: Yeah, it's success is an inside job, Adrian. It's not out there. We are looking outside us for validation. But we're not working on our insight, you know. I think it all starts with how do you feel about yourself? So we have to start at ground zero. And so this is now such a passion of mine. Even if it's one woman, I will feel like I've accomplished something, you know.
0: Excellent. And so with this additional insight and these tools and processes you learned from Jack Canfield, how has that transformed I guess, first of all, you and maybe your outlook, it sounds like you already knew it was more than about what's on the outside. It has to come from inside. So I would love to hear how maybe it may have made a difference in your life. And of course, in your books and and how you're helping people with their image, I would love even more to hear about how you're able to
1: to help other people. That's amazing. I always felt like, wow, I don't feel good enough. And I was looking for approval you know first of all from my family hmm. and then from everybody that's around you you know i mean but that approval is never going to come adrian that's that's the thing that that it didn't hit me until i had an a car accident i almost didn't make it you know in 2014 i had a car accident and it was uh, um the car was totaled i was a passenger in this car i couldn't breathe. I literally, I slept like this sitting for eight months. I couldn't breathe. And it was those eight months were, were an eye-opening journey for me. You know, I mean, I realized that we just waste our time. We, why am I wasting my time, right? Like, what do we know, you know, from moment to moment to moment? We are here, all of us, walking each other home. You know, so we, each of us have a mission. We are put here for, for a purpose. And so I decided then that that was enough. You know, I was just going to do whatever it was that my heart said was right. And, and I, you know, I've been doing that ever since.
0: Wow. So your recovery, it sounds like it was pretty challenging. You had to sit up to sleep? Yeah. 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 Oh, goodness.
1: Yeah, I I I couldn't breathe. It was the most harrowing experience of my life. You know, I've been through a lot of challenges mm-hmm. in my life, but this was like wow. You know, we think we have time.
0: So it almost sounds like you went through a moment of thinking, okay, if this was the end, yeah, what have I given to the world? What have how much have I helped the world? Which. Yeah. You were, already, you were already very accomplished, but it sounded like you wanted to help people on a deeper level.
1: Yeah, I mean, what what is the legacy I'm leaving behind? You know, that legacy, that beauty, it's very fleeting. You know, to be a designer, you're designing fashion, and you're just you're as good as your next collection as a designer. Seriously, the world is very fickle, hmm. and fashion keeps moving and moves so fast. You know. What legacy are we leaving behind, and what legacy was I leaving behind? And and it it was it was really awesome that I was invited by Ariana Huffington to write for the Huffington Post, and and she said uh, write about relationships. I said, well, what am I going to write, relationships? She's like, yeah, you are a relationship expert. You help so many women, and you know you. You are there like you're your their best friends for the nine, six to nine months. They are waiting for their dress. You are their best friend, you know? So they have confided in you everything that they, all the challenges. So you are a relationship expert. And, and I decided, yes, I am a relationship expert. So I wrote the book, The Soulmate Checklist, which really was my checklist for myself because I had already had two failed relationships, you know? And I thought, what was I doing wrong? Until I realized I was doing nothing wrong, except not loving myself.
0: You know, when we decide that we're going to take what we've learned and and teach it to other people, it helps to, to make all those lessons concrete, really solidifies everything we learned. And we learn even more when we actually make that effort to share it with people, to help other people
1: right right i mean you know we are told go out go get you know set your goals you know and go go after your dream go do that go do this you know we're always doing 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 adrian but first we have to be right that's what we are not taught that we just have to be first before we go out and do so goal setting is great it's absolutely amazing because you really do if you want success in life and in you know in love and in anything, you have to have a goal. You have to decide that you want something. It starts with a decision. Then everything else follows.
0: I agree. Everything else will follow. The change has to start from within. And and we have yeah. to develop that self-confidence and like Jack Canfield says, stack our poker chips and give ourselves credit for everything we've accomplished. And to build on that, if it if it requires the mirror exercise, look in the mirror and be present with yourself. I know. Fall in love with yourself. Yeah. Fall in love with yourself. You want other yeah. people to fall in love with you? Fall in love with yourself first.
1: Exactly. Exactly. In my TEDx talk, uh, the subject was Is your body image black? You know, and, and I talk about that, about what it is to fall in love with yourself. You know, and what is it? What are the steps you need to take? You yeah, it really starts with self-discovery. You really have to deep dive into your past and see where did this belief about me came from. It could have been something just so minor as a teacher telling you at the age of four, you know, that you were clumsy. You know, you couldn't do this right. And it stays with you. And decades later, you're still playing that thing in your, in your mind, and, right? And you're still believing that. And somebody may have in passing said something and you absorbed it and it kind of goes into your DNA, you know, all this, it's, it's, it's fascinating how much time and sad, how much time we waste wondering what is it that people are going to say? What is it that, you know, if I did this, you know, will I look stupid? Hey, you know, I don't know about you, but I have failed several times. I have fallen, I have failed, I have, and then I pick myself back up. I've had people betray me, my own family betray me. Always told myself, I am not going to give them the pleasure of seeing me down. See, I will not be broken. And that's, that's why I feel like everybody needs to understand that, that you don't owe anybody anything the first duty is to yourself.
0: Right? Right. I agree. Yeah, and whatever it takes to get that motivation, whether it's to focus on proving those people wrong, if that's what it takes, do that.
1: Exactly, exactly. And life is still, I mean, phenomenal, like, wow. You know, I live in a beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. You know, I go out and I have fun. I go hiking. I go, you know, but I'm always immersing myself, at least part of my days, immersed in nature and in meditation, like to really ground yourself, you know, and to know who is it that's breathing this life in you. That's, that's very profound.
0: It's very profound and it's so valuable. It's so easy for us to think, I don't have the time to meditate. I don't have the time to get centered. What people don't realize is you don't have the time not to. It, it's, it's imperative. It, you must. And then the time will work itself out. But we must get centered. We must meditate. We must be at peace with ourselves and Yes, like I mentioned earlier, love ourselves. In my workshops, I point out to people that we remember, like you mentioned, we remember those negative things that somebody may have said to us. It may have been you were in third grade and a teacher said something negative to you or a friend said something negative to you. You have no idea if they just went through a really bad day or what happened to them that made them say that. But exactly. what people tend to do is they hang on to that. Meanwhile, if they get a compliment, they often dismiss the compliment. So we have to switch all that around. We have to realize that uh, we can decide what to hang on to. And those people that may have ever said anything negative to us, it, there, there may have been an external reason. There may have been something going on with them that just made them feel bad about themselves and they were putting that on you. Yeah.
1: It really is never about you. It's about them. It's about what they are going through, you know? So if we can keep that in mind, it's not easy. You know, you have to remember to remember. You really have to remember to remember, like, you know, every day, in fact.
0: Yes. And I would love to hear more about your process for helping people with their self-image. Can you elaborate on that?
1: I... Yes, I actually am writing an online course right now, as we speak. It's a seven-module course, and it's called Body Image by Design and Self-Image by Design. So, you know, I'm kind of torn between these two titles, but um, I start with self-discovery. Mm-hmm. You know, I take them into the past. It's not pleasant, but if you want heaven, you know, you have to go through a few things, a few steps to get there, mm-hmm. you know? So we have, I have to take them there so that they can actually work and reword those, those, those ideas, those negative, you know, talk that, I mean, all that stuff, they have to reword it and clear that. You know, it's, I, I always compare it to uh, putting a new wallpaper on the wall right? You cannot put new wallpaper on the wall that is moldy. You've got to clean off the mold first. Otherwise, the mold is going to continue to fester and to grow underneath the new wallpaper. So you want a new wall for yourself. You have to go to the foundation. You have to clear that foundation. That's how I take them step by step. You know, on what is it And then how to love your body. It starts with the body, Adrian. You know, I remember when I was starting out, um, I was doing my first fashion show, runway shows. We used to hire models that were sizes 8 or 10. And very soon, in the last 10 years or so, it's changed to where if my model is larger than a size 0 or 2, the press would refuse to feature them in their magazines. You see do you see the message that the media is giving out to all of us, that we have to be that size, we have to be that color, we have to be that height, we have to be, be somebody else, you know? It all comes from the media. Like, look at all these things that we do to our bodies, you know? Oh, we need to go under the knife, you know, to fix this, because this is wrong, and this is, you know, like, It's ridiculous. Why can't we just love ourselves? You know, I'm not tall. I'm like five foot three, you know. But I love myself now. It took me many years, you know, to to get there. But why does it have to take somebody else that many years, you know? I want to start, it, it starts with, look at girls as young as 13, Adrian. They're getting Botox. At the age of 13, their parents, are. their mothers are saying, come on. Let's get to Botox. Why? What are we teaching our, our, our teenagers? You know. So it starts at a very young age, especially today. There's so much pressure to be beautiful, to be accomplished, to be this, to be that. It's exhausting. It really yeah. is. So I walk, uh, when I actually, I, I coach people one-on-one as well but I'm very selective because they have to be ready and open for change. And a lot of people are not. They're not ready, they're not willing. So, you know, they have to be open. So I have coached a lot, uh, quite a few celebrities, A-listers, um, I speak, I'm invited to different spas. I'm actually going to Canyon Ranch very soon to be there on a three-day lecture, you know, where they've invited me to lecture for three days uh, to have these women in a room so we can actually, you know, kind of work with a close-knit group of women. Um, it, I mean, that's, I, I get it. It's, it's like I'm on a high when, I'm, when I see these aha moments happen, you know? When, when women, like, they wake up, they're like, oh, my God, you know? this It's fascinating, this journey.
0: I think what you're doing is truly amazing, Ronnie. You came from this fashion world. You're still very much involved, a leader in the fashion world. And you, instead of embracing everything that's going on with it, you're challenging part of it. You're challenging the part that people matter. It's not just the fashion, the people matter. What's inside matters and it's not just commendable that you, coming from this world where you've had so much success, are speaking up about it, but it's also commendable because you are a voice. You are somebody that people will listen to. They want to be beautiful, they want to look beautiful, and you are communicating to them that beauty is more than what they're wearing. And that's just such an amazing message.
1: Thank you, Adrian. All these things matter. You know, your your outside world has to match your inner world. Once your inner world changes, you have to be willing to shed. You know, we, we, we talk about messes and incompletes. Jack teaches us that, right? Mm-hmm. To clear up even relationships that are not nurturing us. We've got to let them go and bless them.
0: So true, so true. For people that need what you're actually teaching and helping people with and coaching people with, for people that really need that kind of coaching, how can they get in touch with you and learn more about your services?
1: They can actually email me directly, rani at rani.sthpucci.com, or they can go to my website even. The website is rani.sthpucci, R-A-N-I-S-T-P-U-C-C-H-I.com. So they can go there and they can email me directly. I'm very accessible.
0: Awesome. Great. Well, it is a pleasure to have you on my show today. And I love hearing about how you are not just transforming the the fashion industry, but you're transforming people's lives. And that is the most beautiful part of it all, I think.
1: Thank you, Adrian. It's been such a pleasure. I wish you well. You look great. (laughs) Thank
0: you, Ronnie. (laughs) Thank you. Always be stylish. Thank you. it's, It's nice to have someone of your stature approve the way I dress. Oh, no. In this episode, Ronnie shared with you some great insights to her success. But did you catch where her real success came from? Her true success, her true happiness and fulfillment. That came when she got in touch with her real passion for helping people. For helping people to not only accept themselves, their body, their image, but to fall in love with themselves. That's Ronnie's true passion. And that's what enabled her to reach an even greater level of success. I want to help you to reach that kind of success. So I have a free gift for you, a free gift that will help you to get in touch with your own purpose and your own passion. Go to thelifeideserve.com slash purpose for this free gift. Again, thelifeideserve.com slash purpose. listening. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to live a passionate, fulfilling life. Subscribe so we can take this journey together. A journey of sharing, learning, and growing. A journey
1: to the life you deserve.